0: Welcome to the first episode of Instability. I'm really excited to be here with you guys and get to know you all and hopefully it's going to be an amazing journey together.
1: <laughs> I think I would have to cut you down here, Ritika, because we are here to talk about something which is more important. Okay, so let's just get back to our work out here. Not actually work, it's something which we love to do and that is talk about mental health. And I feel this is something which is very important for all of us out here. And that is the sole reason why we both thought of coming together and creating a podcast, which would be beneficial for us and for our young friends out there, even, you know, people elder than us, because we feel this is something which is certainly influencing our lifestyle in these days to a greater extent and something which is regarded of empirical nature now and has been gaining importance in the recent years. But at the same time, this is also something which will help us gain a lot of success, both physically, mentally, emotionally, and in terms of what we want to achieve in life, be it our goal, be it what we think about ourselves, be it what we think about others. So this is something which we love to talk about and love to have your your views upon it if if you feel we're going anything uh hey why anything talking about something which is not good relatable forgive us for that but here we are talking our hearts in front of you guys and expecting your views on it with open arms and we feel let's just take it forward and have a grateful journey with you guys okay so let's just talk about mental health which is basically as i just said a state of well-being in which we as individuals realize our own abilities We can cope with the normal stresses of life when we feel that we are mentally stable. And by mentally stable, we need to recognize how we define that stability. Okay, all of us know that mental health has been gaining a lot of importance in recent years. And it actually forms the foundation of our healthy lifestyle. It holds a great, great value, be it our childhood, be it our adolescence, be it the adulthood we are about to reach. And in early lifestyle, All of us certainly have this certain amount of idea that we as teachers, friends, parents had, uh, you know, gatekeepers. All of these behaved in certain amount of gatekeepers towards us, or I would say a larger amount, I would say a contribution of gatekeepers, since they provided us with a greater sense of knowledge coming in from all ends. But... I would say these days it's media who we consider as a potential or maybe an empirical gatekeeper and that is the reason we're here to talk about certain schemas which uh, are usually formed by social media these days and I'm pretty sure Ritika would love to talk about this.
0: I definitely think like just in line with what Tanya said, like through this podcast and through our conversation today, we mainly just hope to bring light and kind of like explore factors that influence mental health. Like we've got a lot of focus on like media, especially for today's podcast and our beliefs and how it has this impact on our perceptions which in turn has this influence on how we think about ourselves. I myself, for example, have been a culprit of this. I'm sure you guys guys must have also noticed how many times because of our nature of being social beings, because of our need to belong to certain groups, we tend to rely a lot on others in terms of what they think about us. And we tend to make certain decisions, behave in certain ways, or even, you know, that align with the particular group of culture that we hope to fit into. The people that we hang out with, it not only influences the way we perceive, depict, or portray ourselves, but also the way we might perceive others and their behaviors, and the type of assumptions that we might draw about the opinions that others might hold either in general or about us specifically.
1: And I think a lot of our friends and me as, uh, you know, taken in into that uh, inclusion of the group would think the same about social media and the opinions it has been creating. And the whole idea about creating opinions about ourselves and others is largely influenced by technology these sources of knowledge and entertainment have both negatives and positives to it. And I feel all of us would certainly agree to uh, it in a lot of sense. Because uh, we are genuinely scared these days before posting anything, be it our image, be it our video, how am I looking? Am I looking that good? Am I looking thinner? Am I looking fat? Is my skin, you know, okay? Am I fair um, with my complexion? Will I get a, like a good number of likes on it? Oh my God, what if uh, someone says Am I, I'm looking ugly? All these ideas revolve a lot about how we perceive others through, the, through that lens of, you know, social media, be it how much time, be it the filters Instagram or Snapchat is providing us with. There are certain filters designed to make us look beautiful. And that is the sole reason how we define that, you know, elegance, which is certainly not how we define it, but actually social media defines it. So the whole idea about, you know, looking perfect urging to be perfect in front of that in front of the lens of camera just to gain the number of likes is something which has you know gained a lot of importance and keeping us under a threat of uh, posting anything on the media or maybe being stressful or restricting ourselves to be naturally beautiful or show our natural nature in front of the world and this brings me to notice one of the greatest shows i believe a lot of people have seen it it's social dilemma it actually provides us with an insight into the unethical methods used by social media in order to manipulate our attention and you know emotions for commercial gain the ideology of using these uh, ideas to manipulate you know uh, how many likes we are getting or you know how many people have viewed our pictures is something which is throwing us into a pool of insecurity and the whole idea actually brings us to look forward towards attaining that proper beautiful image in front of our uh, you know I would say cyber friends not the friends who are actually meeting us in person and one of the greatest examples of it again coming into my mind is the ad Fair and Lovely it was actually generated in India and I think worldwide as well. It actually talks about how to achieve confidence via a glowing white skin, I repeat, via a glowing white skin. The whole concept of feeling confident with a white skin is Actually creating these racial stereotypes in our society. Similarly the advertisements involving females you know uh, talking about removing body hair uh, and you know painting an image of a perfect beautiful image of a woman without any hair is something which is creating those unset norms to be followed by every girl who wishes to be considered so-called normal in the society.
0: And I think through uh, like what Tanya just said, like I think this kind of like brings to mind the idea of self-fashioning, which is this idea that we consciously put something out there. The idea of how we fashion ourselves, you know, kind of like consciously in a way, and mostly subconsciously, but also consciously in a way to look a certain way or behave in a certain way. And I think it's so, so important to be aware that we are doing this constantly, whether it meeting someone in person whether it be in terms of how we're posting on social media and it's really really important that when we talk about self-fashioning it's important to be aware of the relationship between the self and the other the self is who we are as a person the other on the other hand is an identity that we adapt to or we adopt Um, and it's basically like in line with what other people think about us and this other, it is something that keeps changing depending upon the people that we are meeting, depending upon the country that we are in, depending on the culture we are in, etc. And just being aware of it, I think is so important. Instagram, for example, let me just, since we're going to be focusing on media, let me just take Instagram, which is one of the major glorified platforms where we see this happening um i remember listening to this one motivational podcast and before I even i go on like the reason i mention instagram is because a lot of us including me i i'm gonna be really honest and i think even tanya like we spend almost like 70 percent of our time on instagram in a day and um i think like I myself have been really sometimes under the influence of Instagram, compared myself to other individuals. And I remember once uh, I was, I came across this motivational podcast, which really hit different and it said that Instagram is a lie. Because when we are online on Instagram, we're not broadcasting our failures, we're not broadcasting our weaknesses, but rather we're showing only the good stuff. And when when we and other people are doing that, it does not mean that there is no bad stuff. Like for me, also, I will not post stuff about, oh, I did not get this job, but rather I might post stuff about, oh, I went on a vacation to Hawaii instead of posting, oh, like someone passed away, for example. Like we choose to share information which we assume will get more likes and views. Uh, but just being aware that when we're doing so, like we ourselves also know that there are a lot of bad things or like a lot of other things also happening in our life, which is not necessarily the good stuff. So just being aware of that. And uh, secondly, I would say is we just need to stop looking at the grass on the other side and kind of pay attention to our own grass and keep mending it. Media, for example, as I mentioned earlier, also, it just makes us compare ourselves to others. And it makes us compare ourselves to these unrealistic norms that Tanya was talking about before, you know, whether it be surrounding beauty, success and achievement, like my friend success and achievement is something that does not happen overnight as is shown on social media posts there's a lot of effort that goes into it over a period of time this comparison can make us forget or even like make us dissatisfied with what we have currently and it can make us desire things you know we might not even think of initially which is the goal of like marketing overall and that's the reason why social media even exists in the first place so just being aware of that and knowing how all of this And all of these like strategies and tactics that media kind of uses in terms of marketing and advertisements, magazines, models, etc. All of these just impact our mental health and our happiness levels mainly in a certain way.
1: I think Ritika has done her job of you know explaining the best to us and I wouldn't mind even disagreeing on one percent of the things she spoke about. And I feel all of us these days, the specific idea about self-fashioning is something which is getting into our heads to an extent where we're forgetting, okay, this is my real image and this is the image I have in front of uh, my other friends who've, who are seeing my pictures on social media. Honestly, it's being so complex and difficult for us to recognize and differentiate in a person or with his profile, with his social media profile and in a person who is in reality sitting in front of us on a dining table eating Uh, having lunch with us or having dinner. So the whole idea of creating an artificial image is something which is unnecessarily, uh, you know, throwing us into that trap of uh, restricting our inner self to be exposed out in front of the world. And this is a major difference, which is again a generation gap because we as people, I think both of us, like me and Rutika might have been four uh, when Facebook and Instagram came out. And our parents did not actually have any of these things in their particular lives. And I'm not saying, oh my God, uh, then it is a better option not to have social media. Social media has a great sense of positive side to it as well. But the whole idea revolves around how we actually use it. Because we as experts of social media have, you know, been able to understand what kind of uh, influence it has on us. And... To what extent we should use it in order to, you know, paint a good image of us outside or maybe to impress anyone, be it our girlfriend, be it our boyfriend, be it our parents, be it our new job, uh, you know, uh, profiles being uh, shown out in front of our feeds, be it our LinkedIn LinkedIn accounts, I'm so sorry about that. So I think we need to differentiate what we are giving out and differentiate it to an extent where we're giving out the right picture and not being afraid of that right picture being given out in front of the whole world. The whole idea again revolves around accepting it, accepting ourselves, accepting our real selves, and again accepting the real people around us, not always appreciating which is the outer beauty, also appreciating how a person gets to that particular kind of successful uh, you know milestone in their life the as Ritika spoke about the same thing of you know how social media is not actually talking about the journey of a person uh, that how he's reaching that level. We instead actually would have uh, you know taken a higher interest or maybe learned more uh, through that journey in terms of incorporating those ideas and learning from the mistakes made by that person, that struggle the person went through in order to attain a particular level of uh, you know a milestone in his life. So. I think the, you know, urge for us to attain that perfectionism and our human mindset, our human uh, need of, uh, you know, need to belong is something which is unintentionally driving us towards uh, becoming superficially perfect, but not realistically perfect. And all of us know that we as people are high self monitors, and we try and, uh, you know, put ourselves out there, put our best versions uh, of ourselves out there, and, uh, you know, associate ourselves with people who have, uh, you know, of high uh, needs, or maybe those who have attained uh, successful goals in their life. So... I think there is a time for us to make a change and uh, realize that this is something which needs to be addressed and this is something which is of empirical importance. And I think, like I mentioned, that media has a lot of positive sides to it. Uh, And that brings me it to my notice of talking about a great, great uh, influencer. And I feel a lot of you know about it. His name is uh, Jay Shetty. And he once spoke in his videos about the need for us to belong basically he said that i do not wish to be what you think i think i am so i do not wish to be what you think i think i am so he basically uh you know tried to make us understand that i do not wish to be become your version of myself i wish to become my version of myself so the whole idea about oh what would people think of me uh you know if i post this it restricts us in becoming the bestest version of ourselves and that is why it is important for us to uh, be critical thinkers and uh, accept it. the good advice coming in, coming in to improvise ourselves but at the same time recognize that this is something which has been thrown at us just because of any other reason if the other person is not able to, you know, uh, relate to us then Understand it and don't let it influence yourself to an extent where you are so stressed that you forget your inner identity and real identity. And I think Ritika would agree with me to some extent.
0: I think like um, like just listening to Tanya speak, I think it kind of just draws my attention. What I could take back from this is how sometimes um, media, for example, it has like we can let media be this acknowledgement powerhouse in a sense, whereby we cannot seek acceptance from it. Like, you know, we draw our attention, like, and I think like, the reason I'm saying this is because I think it's so important that we are critical of where we're drawing our satisfaction from, and who are we taking our acceptance from because that can play a huge role in terms of how we behave and how we feel about ourselves and just how Tanya said we kind of just need to like stop relying on media for that acknowledgement or that affirmation of who we are and in terms of like our identity you know because doing so leaves us nowhere positive and um, I think it can also make you lose yourself at times because you get so confused between yourself which I mentioned earlier and the other that you can like you know lose that identity of the self and just be known by the other which i think is not a great position to be in and um i I would say in the end like it's just important to like kind of just start focusing on yourself and try and be your personal best i would say not someone else's this is something i say to myself every morning and uh whereby i just compare myself to my previous experiences how i was loved year compared to now because I think doing that just helps you grow as a person and growth mindset I think is something which is so so essential and I think one of the main ways that you can actually start having this type of mindset is by you starting to emphasize the needs the wants the opinions of the self and not of the other Um, Now, uh, I'm really excited to share this quote with you guys. She's one of my favorite social media influencers. Her name's Lian Wee, and she says, like, you know, this is her quote. She says, there are so many people out there wishing they could make a change, and here you are, taking a step further every day. Making a certain change without knowing all of the answers. Be proud of that. Celebrate it. And I think that this quote is just so incredible because it kind of makes you appreciate yourself and your progress. And I think that is something which is so important because we fail to do that on a daily basis. And I think just patting yourself on the back and just giving yourself that sense of appreciation and acknowledging your achievements sometimes is so essential. Mm, You know, even if it might be like a small thing, like helping out a friend, working on your health, you know, or like working hard in studies, appreciate that process, even if you might not know where it takes you in the end or irrespective of the quantity of the impact it brings, because at the end of the day, what really matters is the quality. So just remember to compare yourself to your previous self and not someone else.
1: I think I compare myself to my previous self and I feel good about it. I'm pretty sure a lot of you will actually feel good about it. But to some extent, I also feel bad about it since I've gained a lot of weight. But no, not like I'm looking fatter, but it's just that uh, I feel that um, I should be much more healthy. Okay, moving aside with my health, I think uh, this is a little boring, so let's just get back to our talks. So, yeah, so like just how Ritika mentioned about uh, this, uh, you know, popular uh, influencer on uh, social media it actually draws my attention towards how much positivity social media is giving us and I know for a fact that our parents would not agree with us on this because they did not have uh, good, good social medias at their point of time and they always think oh my god this this Instagram this Facebook is ruining my child's life they're always into their mobiles six to seven hours of the time and I feel that a lot of you will agree with me we actually sit down six to seven hours and scroll down our feeds and we do not even recognize oh my god we've passed so much off screen time sitting down and you know just scrolling uh, memes or maybe any popular videos out there but it's a source of entertainment at the same time it is also a stress buster for us and we feel good looking at other people sharing meaningful thoughts talking about themselves talking to others and specifically during these covid times we realize a much higher importance of social media in terms of connecting with each other and I feel that this is something which is keeping us intact but we need to understand to use it in a best possible way which is helping us to move forward both you know mentally and logically And this actually, um, you know, I actually thought about it uh, after listening to a particular TED talk. This was uh, one of my homeworks from my courses. This is actually a TED talk about Matthew Williams. So uh, he is someone who's, uh, you know, who has intellectual disability and is also an Olympian. So him talking about uh, his disability through a social media platform is something which is uh, important for us to recognize and look at in terms of uh, how social media is playing a good good role in keeping us uh, understanding uh, or keeping or increasing our knowledge about these particular ideas uh, in the world and realizing the fact that people who are you know uh, facing the difficulties due to their uh, intellectual disabilities or learning disabilities are people who have been working much more harder than us, because we are people who have no disabilities, and still we feel that we are struggling in our lives. Look at those people who have much higher difficulties, are struggling more in their lives, and have achieved a much higher level, a much higher milestone, according to themselves. We ourselves are humans, can get a lot more, more, more lot of more motivation from them, and learn from them, and feel that. Uh, There is a need for us to improve. There is a need for us to learn from others. There is a need for us to feel confident about our own selves. And this is something which is also giving out a very important lesson, which is stop labeling people who are, you know, uh, have suffering from any kind of disorders or going through uh, any kind of disabilities because these are people who are dealing with these disabilities independently and shining brightly. So the whole idea revolves around how we, uh, you know, tame ourselves, how we mold ourselves and how we look at the brighter side of the picture and make ourselves open-minded and use social media in the best possible way in the in which is better for us i would say not even better best for us and best for others best for our family and best for our friends
0: no i think i think tanya seems to be really passionate about the subject (laughs) she seems to be going on and on that that's okay but like jokes aside i think like what she said like uh i truly believe in that as well and like like And I think it is so important to just address this idea of labeling also, which I'm sure we'll be bringing into or like focusing on in some of our coming up podcasts, but like, I think it's just so important to talk about these things and kind of just raise awareness in terms of what are the proper terminologies, what are the proper words to use. Like for example, I remember like in one of my classes, someone told me that instead of saying disabled, it's always better to say differently. And I think it's just that people are not aware of these things and it's not. I, I, this does not mean to say that people have those malintentions when they use these terminologies, but it's just that many times people are just not educated enough or just not well enough of the correct terminologies. So I think through what Tanya even said, like kind of what I just take back is how social media, just like anything else that we know of, has two sides to it, you know, just how a coin has two sides to it, uh, the positives and the negatives. And at the end of the day, it's just about what we choose to pay attention to and you know, it also makes us realize from Tanya's example how the social media can serve to even demarginalize certain groups of individuals, like in this case, the differently abled individuals, and uplift them in a way, like by making TikToks, for example, and how these TikToks, like by Matthew Williams, are made available on YouTube. So we see how indirectly social media is serving to kind of uplift and empower these individuals. And now, since I'm a like, you know, I love those motivational goals that people have. And since we're kind of coming towards the end of a podcast, um, I think there are a few more things. Definitely, I think I'll have some things more to add later on. But a few more things that come to mind right now, and I would love to leave you guys with is um, a, a certain takeaway from what we just spoke about is be happy with who you are and what you're doing. And I think to do that, it's, there are three things which I think are really important. First of all, which I mentioned earlier also, to not compare yourself to others. And, um, to do this, I think it's really important to remember that everyone has their own types of struggles. Everyone is their own is in their own particular phase of life, is in their own specific age group. They have different experiences, different childhood experiences, different resources, etc. And uh, secondly, be aware of the that you are with as i mentioned earlier also the people you surround you, yourself with have a huge influence on who you are and the way you see yourself and just being kind of aware like in terms of how you are or how you change or the certain changes that you might see in yourself when you are with these certain groups and the influence that these other individuals might have on you and whether you personally think this is a positive or a negative influence so just kind of being critical in terms of whether it be media or like whether in terms of the people you're surrounding yourself with, and the third I would say is indulge in self-care. A lot of people might assume self-care to be something which is selfish and only for the people who are rich and expensive, since it's often just associated to you know buying those expensive products like touch up, applying it on your skin, etc. But when I say self-care, self-care, I mean the mental and the body self-care overall, which I think is a necessity and not an option. I think it's really important for yourself to give yourself time. Talk to yourself, you know, kind of just hype yourself up, motivate yourself, tell yourself how great you are, tell yourself how amazing, how beautiful you are. And, you know, just this will just help you keep improving on things and it'll enable you to have a growth mindset that I was talking about earlier on. And... um, I'm really close to my mom, so something that comes to mind, a really personal thing. Just to end it with, uh, my mom always tells me, do not overburden yourself or stress yourself by thinking about things which have not happened yet. Instead, instead spend your time doing things in the present that make you happy and help you shape your future in the way you want. (laughs) I think I might have taken too much of Tanya's time.
1: No, Ritika. Actually, uh, I was about to short shout on her for this, but her mom's quote mellowed me down because mothers are great. Mothers give the best advice to us and listening to that particular quote is uh, something which is an eye-opener for all of us or maybe something which has created a little amount of uh, self-confidence from uh, for us because uh, we feel that we need some kind of emotional support in our lives and all of us are getting it in different ways be it our parents be it our family be it our friends be it like for example my father who always tells me even my mother actually that I'm at, you know at your back don't worry even if things go bad I'm still there so the whole idea about being okay to not be okay. It's okay if you're not okay. All right, there's someone there to support you. Even if there's, you know, God forbid, if nobody's there, you are independently enough for yourself. So you should feel confident in your skin, in your body, in your mind, physically, emotionally, mentally, in every which possible way. So basically, the whole idea revolves around what we are absorbing from the social media and how we are holding on to things. For example, this was actually, uh, you know, a video which I saw on YouTube, again, media, a positive source. Uh, This is a particular video where a professor is asking his student to hold on to a water bottle for five minutes, for one hour, or for two hours. And uh, moving forward in a stepwise way, the student says five minutes? All right. The professors ask, is something happening to you? He says, no, I'm okay. Perfectly fine. And after one hour, uh, the student expresses uh, his physical stress. That is, his body starts paining. And after two hours, he's like, why am I even holding it unnecessarily? So this is actually an implicit idea being ingrained in us by our professors, by our teachers, by that particular professor on that uh, YouTube video, which says that similarly how we hold on to our anxieties and stress actually throws us towards uh, that pool of mental distress, mental anxiety and mental instability. So just sometimes letting things go off letting things go away not holding on to you know the negatives coming in from any side i'm not saying don't improvise i'm not saying that don't listen to if people are telling you to this is bad about you Understand that thing feel it from inside if you feel that this change will create a positive Attitude in my life help me succeed in life help me achieve my goal in life make me feel Satisfied and relaxed then I should work on it if you feel this is something which I'm happy about if I'm I'm happy uh, Being fat if I'm happy uh, Being thin if I'm happy being any which way I want to be then you need not change it so that is why The idea about achieving critical viewership and filter the information we receive from our surroundings is something which is very important. When we create the semi-permeable membrane between our thoughts and the societal thought, it will help us grow and have a holistic approach towards life.
0: And I know Tanya is going to shout at me for this because she was supposed to end it, but I think there's something really important that I would like to share and that's like, you know, you know, like sometimes we think that we ha- always have to be good at certain things, but I think it's really important to just remind yourself how it's okay. And I would even say it's actually really good sometimes, or I even look forward to sometimes being bad at certain things, because I feel like it kind of just gives you this opportunity to improve and grow. And I think this growth mindset, which I mentioned earlier, and I think I've been mentioning it a lot, I think is so, so important. And uh, just to end things again, I would just like to say a certain phrase that I came across when I went to grab coffee today morning. And it said that if you believe it, your mind can do it. So that is all from my said, Tana. You can take the floor.
1: Okay. Since Ritika again cut me down, I can actually hold on to her neck after this, but it's okay. We've been talking since long and maybe you guys are thinking, okay, let's just finish it. Okay, guys, thank you so much for being with us. We would probably see you in the coming episode. And please, 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 please listen to our podcast and listen to our episodes. Happy to be with all of you. Happy to listen to your uh, comments coming in from all the ways. Happy with the idea of critical viewership out out there, being recognized, being followed and being utilized. We'll see you in the coming episodes. Thank you so much. Bye-bye and good night.